yeah, we can. I mean, we can talk a little bit about the Pepsi. I mean, I started oh, yeah. watching it, and I, I mean, I can't. I don't want to give too much away, though. I've, I've, I know what it is, dude. Like, I. Do you know before, how it ends? Uh, I don't, but it's. I mean, I can still watch it. Yeah. Um, we could talk about that, or we could talk about the the Juggalo stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That you whoop, guys whoop. <laughs> started off with that. Um, yeah, I don't remember if I told you the whole thing, but I feel. Like I, I told you that I have a different take on it, um, and ju- juggalos are just a strange group of people. Yeah, God bless them. Um, yeah, from a from a professional standpoint of psychology and that what I've taken in school, um, yeah, they're very troubled. <laughs> and like I told you earlier, like they just don't fit in any other group. Yeah. And I think in that, watching that, it's interesting how many really different people are in there. Because the guy at the end, it's like, I don't remember like his background or anything, but that dude seems like he's like a hardened Marine, you know? The guy at the very end who goes, I'm an American juggalo. <laughs> yeah. There's people there like talking about all their kids and like. Yeah, that was, that one was a little strange to me because it's like, ugh, like you have kids, like you should be not doing this <laughs> there's people who are like i've quit jobs to come to this yeah yeah dude i think it would be so fun to go to pretty stressful probably but yeah probably just a lot of drugs everywhere <laughs> yeah and then there's and boobs yeah that's okay. boobs <laughs> <laughs> and dudes just with their kidding. dongs hanging out that's pretty weird i don't know i just i mean i didn't grow up with that kind of uh environment so it doesn't appeal to me you didn't grow with that Mm-mm. and but like you knew kids growing up probably that yeah way. yeah like i told you earlier like the first person to ever offer me something like drug wise was was a juggalo yeah i'm like nah dude i'm cool like it's whatever did he respect that yeah he was like okay cool whatever but he was very like that like we're family it's yeah. not a gang it's just like fam and he like like how they talk that that cadence that they have like yeah it's We're yeah you can cool. find a little bit of that in every yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. How, that's how we talk too how is this thing dude it's good i'm I'm enjoying it i haven't tried it yet blood orange this is like our fago you know about fago fago is like the i don't know i don't want to label it as something that's wrong but it's a drink that juggalos enjoy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty good it's weird it's like it's soda but it's juice <laughs> i like it that makes sense um but yeah i mean i i met a few i met that kid that i was telling you about and he was he had a lot of a lot of trauma i think in his life as a kid as a young yeah and so yeah. he just had needed somewhere to, to belong um as far as the other guys go um some of the other guys that i met I mean, one of them was pretty, pretty normal. He just seemed kind of like, almost like he was trying to fit in too much. And so he was like, yeah, I'm part of this. If that makes I sense. think, I don't know, for a lot of kids, it's probably a great thing, you know? I mean, yes and no. Yeah, maybe for them, they think, you know? Yeah, because like, there's, I mean, people think that about gangs. Like, this was, this was the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah, and a lot of them say that in the... An American Juggalo. <laughs> We're talking about American Juggalo. By the way, you YouTube can, it. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. It's like 
would you say like 20, 20 minutes? minutes long yeah something like you that. won't you won't regret it you might <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and that and that's the problem because they can't see past that um it's just like yeah this is my family and this is who i belong to but they can't see like what they could have accomplished if they would have just gone a different route yeah because i don't see any of these guys being su- successful businessmen successful businesswomen. remember there's one guy who's like talking about how he met a doctor here oh yeah, yeah at the yeah, gathering yeah. of the juggalos he's like i met a doctor and he was on acid yeah and then he was like i'm gonna become a doctor and it's kind of <laughs> like do you i don't know if the guy you met was a doctor yeah i mean <laughs> maybe like i don't know because there are some people some some professional doctors and even university professors that do drugs but i don't know if it's to that extent that's another level kind of but man i bet though going to those you probably do find every kind of person yeah but it's just i don't know i i I find it hard to believe to to find somebody who is very financially successful yeah it didn't really seem like anyone (laughs) and there was doing (laughs) great yeah like most of them probably doing jobs like we are right now (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) now that our honestly i will say that our job is probably way better than like minimum wage jobs yeah even the way they they treat us the way that everything is ran it's not like i mean i would definitely recommend it to like kids going out of high school yeah trying to get some work experience even in high school get some work experience so you can learn how to do business so you could because like even you being there like you know a little bit more about business yeah you know even though you don't necessarily do the the business aspect of it you you learn how to how a business runs yeah and you learned a lot about it being a manager before yeah exactly yeah and so one thing that was interesting that i i learned on my mission that we were talking to this guy and he goes if you want to learn business like if you want to get into business go work at mcdonald's for a year and like my companion and i were like what like that's retarded <laughs> oh i can't say that huh? Ooh, <laughs> shots fired <laughs> but we were just like that's so weird and then he goes no he's like no i'm serious like listen because you go to a business like that multi-billion dollar business almost trillion dollar probably probably yeah and you learn how how that runs you learn how how things are supposed to work in the business world on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. yeah. even if you're flipping burgers like you you realize oh you have to order the product you have to order the produce you have to put the time in you have to manage your employees you have to know the prices for all these things like coming in and out everything and there's a lot of things that we learn customer service and all that stuff yeah um that we i mean we don't really look at until we're in in there yeah like people say the term flipping burgers and it's like that's kind of what you think on the top but it goes a lot goes a lot more into it than that mm-hmm. there's a lot more that goes into it oh yeah for sure yeah like even with uh, when I was doing landscaping, um, I felt kind of weird. Like, yeah, obviously, that's stereotypical Mexican doing landscaping. <laughs> but I learned a lot about business, how, to, how a business runs, how you contact new um, customers, how you talk to your current customers, what other business plans can you have with them and different things that you can offer, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, like, the cost of your equipment, the cost of your employees, yeah. everything. Like, that's the kind of stuff you don't really see. And then 
I had an advantage because I, I speak fluent English. And so my boss is like, hey, can you help me out with this? <laughs> did he did he, he not speak good he English? He spoke English. He's just very broke. And like people yeah. had a little hard on, a hard time understanding him. And so it was just easier for me to like, yeah, I can go. I can go around this neighborhood and ask for people if they want whatever done for their lawn. Yeah, I can do that. And so it was just little things like that that you learn along the way that, I mean, the basic things that's there, like you have to work hard. You have to flip burgers. You have to mow the lawn. You have to do yeah. all these basic things. But along the way, you have all these processes that you learn yeah. to be successful in life. Man, I, I feel like being bilingual in any any job would just be you're kind of like a go-to guy for a lot of stuff huh mm -hmm. especially landscaping yeah well <laughs> i remember this lady came up to us once and she's like do you speak good english i was like yeah i speak it well <laughs> nice <laughs> in your face lady <laughs> better than you yep but i'm like whatever it's, it's whatever <laughs> oh that's so mean why <laughs> i'm just kidding she's mean <laughs> she was expecting a no no okay okay <laughs> one second <laughs> i worked with a guy for a while doing stuff like that landscaping but it was like we would go to houses that got foreclosed on uh -huh. and now the bank owns them so the bank would hire this guy that i worked for and go do whatever needed to be done, you know, cut the grass. A lot of them were, like, trashed. Mm -hmm. Like, whoever got kicked out of there, like, just ruined the house. Yeah, that's what they do. Because they get was, kicked out, dude. Some of it is gnarly. But, yeah, I worked with a guy who did not speak much English. And it was pretty fun. Yeah, they're funny. Yeah. There was, a, there was a story that we heard, or that I heard, where this guy came out to to work construction. And he had to go to the bathroom, so he's like, "I gotta, I gotta put." But like, all the houses are under construction in the neighborhood, and so somebody's like, "Just go f out there somewhere and and poop." Like it's fine, like it's something in the dirt or the grass or whatever. So he goes, he comes back a few minutes later, and he gets back to work, and he's like moving, and it's like <laughs> itching, and he's like, "What is happening?" And he's like, "Bro, it's itching so much. Like, what is happening?" And uh, he goes, "What like?" And then they realized, like, what did you wipe with? And he goes, there's like, there was like this little pink foam that was, that was oh, laying no. there. And so I just used that to wipe. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fiberglass, guy. dude. Yeah. So everybody's laughing, but oh. they ended up. This is a true story? Yeah. Oh, I mean, the guy, man. the guy was straight up from Mexico. Like, he didn't know anything about the stuff that. Insulation. Yeah. Like, they don't, we don't use that kind of stuff over there. Yeah. I mean, now we do, but. Oh, man. That is so funny, but. It, messed Poor up guy. yeah <laughs> ran his butthole dude <laughs> that is awful because like you've got have you gotten that in your hands oh yeah and you have to it's like, all fiberglass oh, yeah. Just, yeah you just can't get rid of it, it sticks in your just skin imagining your butthole dude the sensitive oh, part man. the sensitive part of your body <laughs> i'd like to have that guy on as a guest <laughs> <laughs> i don't i didn't know him <laughs> oh that's so funny to me yeah i worked i worked with a guy in landscape and they had all those um all those stories because he, he had worked in construction and stuff like that for a long time. Yeah. And uh, it was really sad because he, he, we were talking about, like, getting molested and stuff. And he's like, yeah, dude, I got, I got raped when I was little. He's like, this big black girl. I was like, hey, come here. And then he, like, dropped his pants. And, yeah, and he's, I was like, what, dude, how old are you? And he's like, probably, like, eight. 
Oh, she's probably man. like 14. I'm like, whoa, dude. Dude. I'm just like, yeah. It happens, man. Yeah, man. At, at first, I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. I'm like, man, that'd, that'd be kind of cool, but at eight? That'd be kind of cool. Because, like, I mean, it's cool for, for an older girl to like you, you know, but at eight years old, that's too much, dude. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he had any say in it. No, of course not. If you were like 14, 15, and she was like 18, 19, like, yeah, oh, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, I would be okay. <laughs> But yeah, man, like, that would be weird as a kid, like growing up after that experience. Yeah, but he, I mean, he was a really funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it's like like a coping mechanism to kind of get rid of the trauma. Yeah. But it's things like that. Like, I imagine my nephew, he's nine now, but it's like, I can't, I can't imagine something like that happening to him. It's crazy. Like, they're so innocent and they're so, like, dodo brained. Did he say who this girl was? Was it like it's just, just some girl, some girl and a group of friends and stuff? Well, good for him. Mexico's weird, dude. Yeah. It was in Mexico, yeah. It's a scary, scary spot. Nicole's like, maybe we should move to Mexico. I'm like, I don't think so, dude. It's kind of dangerous down there. When's the last time you've been back to Mexico? Since I left. Really? Mm-hmm. Would you be able to go over the border? Yeah, I just wouldn't be able to come back. Yeah, okay. For people who don't know, working on my papers. Yeah. Been here all my life, essentially, but still have to work on them. It's freaking dumb. You know what's weird is years ago, probably like 15, 20 years ago, we wouldn't be able to talk about this because it was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get deported or not. Like, it's scary. Like, oh, you're going to get pulled over by police. You might get deported. So we wouldn't talk to anybody about it. Well, in like from 2016 to 2018, when ICE was like, I told you about this thing yeah. I was watching, and they just come across anybody, you know, they'll go, they'll have a warrant for one certain guy, and they'll break his door in, and there'll be like four or five other Mexicans there that a lot of them, I guess, had worker permit, working permits, mm-hmm. but they still just collect them all deport them it's messed up dude it's so sad all of them have kids they're all in like a big room and the guy's like by a show of hands how many of you left children behind today and he's like okay 18 out of 20 it's like dude it's messed up yeah so sad yeah i mean that's kind of the process we're in right now so i mean i've gotten letters it's like okay everything's cool like you we, we this is a letter so that saying that we can't deport you I was like that. Thank you. <laughs> good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, it's good, but it just takes so long. Dude. It's so expensive, man. Like we just put in my application for my workers permit. And it's like 550 bucks. And that's every two years that I have. Where's to pay. that money going? I don't know. Hmm. Somebody's pocket. I can't think of where immigration, like they're paying for that stuff. They have to pay people just yeah people's salaries yeah but it's just so much because like every like imagine you like right now that you have to pay 550 bucks every two years just to work and then you pay taxes as well yeah i pay taxes i pay everything that you would pay but then i have to i have to pay for my workers permit and then um my social security card is only valid it says something about it. 
valid something or other. I don't remember. Have you had to go like multiple times to get new social security cards? No, I, I have the same one, but, um, you have to just oh, pay to says, renew it. Yeah. It says not a valid form of identification, Oh, which is like, okay, that's fine. And then obviously my passport I have to pay for, but that's a different, a different thing. Do you, do you have to have your passport? Like, um, you're not leaving the country, huh? No, but I have to have it for identification purposes. Yeah. Because that's a real form of identification. Because I have a Mexican passport, so oh. um, that's the only way they, they they can say, like, oh, yeah, this is you. And then did I have you, my driver's license, but... Did you ever have a problem with getting an ID or getting your driver's license or Social Security? No. I mean, was- I mean, I had to... For the Social Security, I had to go through that whole process to get a Social Security number. Um, and so it's just a bunch of paperwork that you have to fill out. When? How old were you when you did that? Like... Uh, 18. I, oh, uh, really? No, I was older. Because I went on my mission and then I came back and did all that. Did um, you not have like any ID paperwork stuff before? I did. I mean, I had a, I, I had a driver's license, but that goes... How did we get that? I don't remember. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I had ID because that's how I went to, on the... That's how I... They knew I could drive or not. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, what do you have to bring to the DMV just to get an ID? Uh, now I have to take my worker's permit and my old my old ID. But before, like, when you got I, your... I don't remember. Don't remember? Huh. This was, like, 10 years ago. Literally. <laughs> Still, that seems like not that long ago, you I know? know. <laughs> yeah. It was a decade ago. Wow. But, yeah, we're just in the process. Now, like, like we sent all the paperwork, all the petition to see if we can finally do it. It's so confusing, dude. And it's so dumb because they can't just be like, okay, we grant you citizenship. Awesome. You've been here for 20 plus years. You speak English. You're married to this American girl. Everything's cool. Everything's good. All the paperwork's done. No felonies, nothing, no trouble. You pay your taxes. Cool. We'll grant you citizenship. They can't do that. I have to literally go back down to Mexico and they have to send me back into the U.S. properly. No way. Mm-hmm. So before that would happen, do they say, okay, we'll, we'll grant you, they don't say it at all. Like we'll grant you citizenship. You have to go back to Mexico first. Yeah. So they will say that. So when you come back in, you're definitely good. Yeah. Okay. Why? Which is Why? I don't know. But then, and there was another process, which I didn't want to do. We, we did it anyway, but they denied it. But that was a uh, go to Mexico and wait for them to give you the permission and then go back to the u.s legally but it's like i don't know how long you guys are going to take you guys could take a day you guys going to take 10 years (laughs) you know so we just went this long way instead long way but it's probably better it's probably better than yeah like what would you do you have family down there at all my dad but i mean i don't really know him talked to him a few times now that i'm an adult but not really so if that happened, you'd be kind of lost for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I I could get around. Like I, I mean, I'm fluent in Spanish too, and I probably have a lot better edu- education than most people down there. Yeah, but I mean, we wouldn't be able to afford this house. Yeah, that <laughs> would be brutal on your wife. Yeah. So, and that's part of the petition that we sent. Like, if I leave, you guys are essentially destroying her life. Yeah. Because like financial support and then emotional support. So, yeah, both is just as important as the other. Yeah. So, 
Man. That that yeah, that gets a little dicey with her, but um it's all it's all there on the petitions and stuff. So hopefully everything goes okay. But now I'm just waiting for my workers permit. When does yours expire? The sixteenth of this month. How long does it take normally, like before when you've done it? Can't uh, even it say. It depends. Anywhere from a month to six months. It's got to go through like 100 people's offices or yeah, something? Yeah, dude. It, sits, it just sits there. <laughs> so, it's messed up. Yeah, so I don't know what we're going to do. Like, when Because the, the, our managers got an email about it. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> it's kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how all that works. So I don't know what will happen to them if they're like, yeah, just work with us anyway. Because it's not yeah. like, I mean, it's not like there's a system that says, oh, no, he can't work. Like, it's not like I can't clock in. But, like, would they get in legal trouble? Or should I just not work? Or what? <laughs> yeah, it sucks. You don't have any of any information about it. Do yeah, you? exactly. So it's gonna be so frustrating. No, I, just gotta wait. I told Nicole maybe I should just do uh, furniture for until I get it. Because then I get it, and then I have to go get my driver's license. Once you get it, your permit, you gotta. Yeah, because I can't get a driver's license unless I have the worker's permit already. What does your license have an expiration date on it right now? S- same day as 16th. you. It expires the same oh. day. So they can only give me a, an ID, a driver's license, as long as my worker's permit is valid. Oh. Damn. So if you if it doesn't come through, then you don't have an ID? Mm-hmm. Well, I have my passport, but no driver's license. Dang, man. <laughs> Sad. Why? I don't know. It's just... Oh, you know what it was? I didn't have a valid ID. ID ID now that I remember we had like a it was essentially a permit to drive oh that's what it was so they wouldn't give me a full like state ID it was like Utah ID whatever but permit driver's permit that mean you like have to have whoever else in the car when you no, drive no <laughs> no I could drive by myself but it was like um it was essentially like saying to people that I that I'm not from here. <laughs> so they probably like if a cop stopped you, they wouldn't probably be able to look you up. No, they would. Like ID. I'm in the system. Like it's it's essentially all the information is an ID, but it just says uh, permit something or other. And so when they see it, they're like, "Oh, this guy's an immigrant." Like that's just essentially that's what it is. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, tell me about it. But fortunately, I've never had a problem with people. Like, cops have always been, been really nice. Have you had many run-ins with the cops? Mm. Like, have you been pulled over? Yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah. Uh, so I was pulled over twice in Utah. Uh, one time, The first time I ever got pulled over, was it was so dumb because I was leaving my friend's house. It was like 3 in the morning, and I lived maybe like 6 miles away. And the cop was following me for like two miles. 
Who's waiting for yeah. you? Yeah, and so I turned right, like the light turned red, and I turned right, and I didn't come to a complete stop, and so he stopped me. I was like, bro, there's literally nobody out here. <laughs> it's three in the morning, dude. <laughs> you didn't say that to him. No, though. but I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just trying to get home. It's late. You know, whatever. And so that was the first time. And the second time, it was my fault. I was speeding. I was trying to get somewhere in time, and I got I was late. And I, I didn't end up not making it because he pulled me over. It was an undercover cop, too. Oh, nice. So I didn't even know. It was like a like a Jeep, like an old, like a 96 Jeep or something. And he ended up putting, pulling me over. I feel like that should not be allowed. <laughs> Why? It's so undercover. <laughs> like, you know, cops in every other, I mean, European countries who are like neon, checkered yeah. stuff. Like, I'm a cop. Yeah. If you need something. Yeah, it right was here. weird. Because it, it was like, you know, like, um, you picture like a Jeep in Australia. Like in the Outback? Yeah, it was like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Did you ever get a ticket? Uh, yeah, I got a ticket for both of those. Dang. And then I moved up here, and I met my wife, and I got pulled over like six times because of her. Oh. Not because of her, but like, after I met her, I got pulled over like six times. I was like, this is your fault, dude. While you were driving? Yeah. <laughs> oh. It was crazy because it was like all of a sudden. Um, Mexican there, guy with a white girl? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, man. Well, once it was really funny because we were doing, well, I was doing my landscaping thing. I had land, I was doing landscaping up here by myself. And uh, I took her with me to one of, to a job or something just to kind of do a fat. I made her do some easy stuff. But um I was turning and my truck was like, it was kind of wide. So I, I turned wide. So I went into the second lane turning right. And the cop pulled me over because like, you can't do that. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. All right. And yep. he goes, can I have ID? And I was like, Ugh. I was like, funny story about that, dude. <laughs> funny story. I was like, so, like, so I was partying last night and it was, it was the 5th of July that, oh, yeah. when that got pulled over. Oh, no, no, it was the 4th. It was the 4th. And I said, we were partying last night, and I left my ID in my pants. And we were in the pool or whatever, and I couldn't get back into the apartments because it it's all locked up. And uh, I don't remember how it was, but I was like, but I'm trying, like, I went, tried to go this morning, et cetera. I explained it, and it was it was true. Like, I didn't have it on me because it was in there. And he's like, okay, well, let's, uh, let's see what we can do, and then I'm sure we can figure it out. And he took the license plate, and it ran my name in it and stuff. And so he's like, can you give me your name? Yeah, that's my name. Okay, cool. Everything checks out. And then my wife wasn't wearing her seatbelt, and so he uh, gave her a ticket. <laughs> and he let me go. <laughs> I didn't even have my ID on me. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Well, I was cool with him, though, because he was a motorcycle cop. And I was like, how can we wear gloves, dude? And he's like, well, because of, of the handle, it, like, tears your, your hand up. Yeah. Because you're gripping it all day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I go through these like maybe once a month. And I'm like, dang, yeah. you know, I was talking to you know how I am. Yeah. And so he just let me go. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But yeah, I've had some weird encounters with cops up here. So you did you just tell him your full name? Like did you give him all four of your names and then he looked it up somewhere? No. Or I, you just run I mean, your just, license plate and found that yeah. the car's in your name? Yeah. Like Enrique Nunez, that's it. At least that's what I remember. But Does your ID have four names or just two? Um, I think it has three. First, first, last, and 
middle. Which names? Nunez. I go by Nunez. I I rarely use Rivera. I only use that when I have to. Like when would that be? Like with this immigration stuff. Yeah. Like I don't use it like um at work. Yeah. Um when it says full name I just put Nunez. Yeah, cuz like on the board when you see your name it just says Nunez. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't I don't use that unless it's like anything to do with legal stuff. I'll I'll use my last name. Both my both my last names. Yeah. It's kind of kind of weird. It is. But yeah, man, I I ran into some cops and I'm like, "Bro, knock it off. You're being <laughs> you're being dumb right now." Like we had just come back from Utah and I was driving on 5 Mile. And so the guy pulls me over and he goes, "Yeah, so you're speeding. You're going like 10 above the speed limit or something. And then you pass me and then you were going 2 2 miles an hour faster after you passed me." I'm like, "Bro, Bro, really? Like, that's what you're worried about? Two miles an hour faster after I passed you? Was that in the middle of the night? No, that was the middle of the day. Uh, but I'm like, all right, dude. He he didn't give me a ticket, which was weird. But I'm like, cool, well, because I was like, yeah, we just came back from Utah. I've been driving on the freeway all day, so I was like, yeah, my bad. And it, it's like a 30 mile an hour speed limit, so like, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's a it's a busy road, so 40 seemed normal to me. <laughs> <laughs> I only been pulled over one time. Really? In, in like what, tw- eleven years now? Dang, dude, that's pretty good. I pulled over one time and oh. I got a DUI. What? <laughs> <laughs> I turned the wrong way on a one way. Oh, oh no! Yeah, downtown. Dang it, dude! Only time I ever got pulled over. Did you know that you did it, or were you just? Oh yeah, out I knew your, it. Out of your I was mind. Like, oh, shit! And turned right into the alley, and there was this cop right there. Oh dang it! Dang. I mean, that's that's a that's an easy one though, because they usually be like, oh, "I'm sorry, dude. I you know I'm just new to town." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they could tell something was up. Oh dang it! And they tested you. Yeah. That sucks, dude. It's all good now. Awkward. Well, almost, awkward. Almost. <laughs> that was the last one. I got a different one. I didn't get pulled over though, because I crashed my car. And the cops came. I get, I didn't get pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> you crashed it yeah was it bad yeah it's kind of bad but everyone was okay oh that's good yeah dang dude see that's one thing that i can that i can say proudly is i've never been in a car accident and never been in one well while i was driving yeah so in the how long have i been driving 15 years 15 years that i've been driving i've never gotten in an accident knock on wood dude i think i said that last week yeah i think so but I'm pretty proud of that, dude. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> Getting an accident sucks, yeah, dude. Yeah, but yeah, I'm usually pretty careful. I'm usually pretty uh, aware of everything. Yeah, I like to say the same. I think I'm fairly good driver. And then you get pulled over and crash yep. your car. <laughs> was it two your, separate times? Was dude. it your fault, dude? Uh yeah. <laughs> Completely. I think so. Dude. I honestly don't remember much. Oh, dang, that bad? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, dude. <laughs> my my mom was in really bad accident when I was little, um, back in 2003, and I'm surprised she lived through it. Like looking back now, because she she fell asleep at the wheel, and she just crossed an intersection, and just 
yeah, just ran into a bunch of people. And like they, when they found her, because they had to helicopter out of there. The problem was like the intersection was covered with telephone wires, so they had to like land the helicopter on the like half a mile away, and Dang, an ambulance yeah. her to the copter. But when they opened it up, because the car was just smushed, so they they had the fire department open it up, and they found her like by the pedals. Like her Damn. whole body was down there. Was she stuck? Like, did they have to like pry her out of uh, there? Or she... They got her out pretty good, but I mean, she was pretty messed up already. And then put her in the chopper. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, that scares me. When I would work to the airport, you know, I'd work like late, weird hours, and I would like, you know, wake up driving. Oh shit! <laughs> and at the time, like, I remember not thinking that, Dang, think dude. it was that big of a deal at the time. But now I'm like. That's scary. Yeah, man. dude. That's really scary. Because <laughs> then the next thing you know, you're in the freaking hospital. Bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrifying. I had a buddy who was working on um, this racetrack down in, in Pahrump in, in Nevada. Pahrump? Pahrump. Out of, outside of Vegas. But they were working on this massive racetrack. It was, it was kind of cool. Cause it was, was just it like, like for a, cars or mm-hmm. for like, yeah. And so this big, I think they had, they had a bunch of people working on it, but they had them like, they had a really weird schedule that for that day or for that week. Um, cause they didn't want them to work from like 11 to six, I think PM because it was just so hot. And so they worked in the morning and then sent everybody home in the middle of the day. And so they got back there at like, midnight and so they worked all day till like 10 in the morning the next day and so he said he was driving home and he would like fall asleep and like they have that little town has those uh dividers not dividers but yeah yeah. your wheel hits it yeah Yeah, so he'd he'd wake up to that like he did like three times like bro you should have just gone to sleep those things are good those things should be on every every road those things do their job good yeah it wakes you up real quick. Dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> Those are good. Yeah, but it, it is terrifying to, to fall asleep like that. Yeah, man. Just could go so wrong so mm-hmm. quick. Well, I mean, you're going 60 miles an hour. Yeah. You're, not, you're probably not going to make it. Unless you just pass out completely. Cause and just say, like, you're super su- when you're limp. Yeah, that's... Isn't that what they say? You can survive like a... Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was having... More- an argument with this guy once because I, I I told him that like if you're limp you have less chance to get hurt and he goes that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard I'm like what do you mean he's like you're supposed to tense up when you <laughs> get hit I'm like no dude that's not how it works that's how you get hurt no dude that's how it is because he was a football player so oh, I guess he yeah. was taught to to tense up and he was right huh no he, <laughs> he got he said he got messed up pretty good in one one game because he was tensed up yeah they went to tackle him and they turned and so they they fractured his leg like a spiral fracture. Oh, gnarly. Yeah. Pretty messed up. But yeah, apparently you're supposed to go limp. Um, I was telling Nicole the this, this story where this guy got sucked up in a tornado and he lived because... Was he drunk or something? One of the de- well, some of the debris hit him in the head and knocked him out. Oh. And so it just spit him out like I 10 like miles away from his story. house. I feel like I've heard this story. I've heard of something <laughs> like this happening actually. Yeah, but I think like that. That's why a lot of people who die like in drunk driving accidents. Yeah, oftentimes the drunk driver lives. 
Because mm-hmm. he's limp. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. time to be limp. Yeah, that's messed up, dude. That's really sad. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's a hard. That's a hard topic. It'll be hard to live with. How do you get rid of that? Hmm? What? How do you get rid of drunk driving? Oh, dude. I don't, I don't know. I think it'll always be around. It's messed up. I have the blow and go in my car. I feel like that would... Everybody have one? Just be... <laughs> yeah, dude. Should be stock in every car ever made. Well, it's just like... Like, what makes people drive? What, like, they know they're intoxicated. What makes them be like, I can, I can get home? Yeah. You know, a lot of times it's probably just the... I don't know. People say it all the time. There's no excuse to drive drunk. Right. You can spend, you know, what, $10, $20 to get home in mm-hmm. Uber. Yeah, just add it to the bill of everything you've already drank. <laughs> yeah. Or add the bill of the DUI, thousands so, of dollars. So here's a question, man, because I know, I mean, I have no idea about getting drunk. Do you? Yeah. Are you pretty, pretty? Uh, I've gotten drunk, yeah. What's the word? Experienced in this matter? Yeah. (laughs) So I know people get like, they black out. But at that point, do they just not know what's going on anymore? Like at that point, would they be like, I'm going to drive, but they're not making that conscious decision? Yeah, that definitely happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it happens. Oof. My little brother's friend got like that happened to him you know because he was blacked out and he like got stopped by the cops walking or something and like spit on a cop and tried to fight these cops so they got some felonies Mm -hmm. i guess it just like doesn't even know (laughs) doesn't even remember i guess yeah that's rough dude at least he wasn't driving yeah but yeah i mean and i I get that you should probably have somebody like to drive you and to like take care of you and stuff, but that's not fun for that person. Yeah, it's not their responsibility. <laughs> like if you want to pay me, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> pay me for the night, I'll take care of you. <laughs> that should be a thing, huh? Yeah. Should make a freaking business out of that. <laughs> Just being the bodyguard of a drunk person. <laughs> like yeah, no, don't get in that fight. <laughs> Let's move on. Huh? I got a friend that okay, just one day called me at five in the morning and I'm like, oh, this is weird. And I pick up the phone. He's like, dude, I'm at the hospital. Can you come get me? I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, I'm on my way. And so I haul ass to the hospital and he comes out and it's just like ground beef face, like every color, Dang. huge eyes. And Do you recognize like, him? I was like, dude, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what happened? And he just, I don't even know. He doesn't remember. Doesn't know what happened to the day. To this day, he doesn't know. Holy, he got beat up, dude. Yeah. And he's a pretty loud guy, you know? He's kind of antagonizer. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, well, I guess we could probably guess, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what happens? Like, your body just goes into, like, what kind of mode? Because you're not controlling it anymore. So how are you walking? How are you. Interacting. I mean, you're controlling it, I guess, but 
yeah, you don't have any judgment. Excuse me. Dang, this thing's really fizzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I wonder, you know, behind all the neuroscience of the levels of drunkness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't really want to experiment. <laughs> yeah. Can be bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, did I tell you about what happens to it? I, I heard a podcast about what happens when you drink. By your brain? Mm-hmm. Tell me again. That it shrinks. Your brain shrinks when you get drunk. Does it grow back when mm-hmm. you're sober? Yeah. Yeah. But that's why people get headaches and they get hangovers because their brain shrinks and the membrane that attaches the skull to the to the brain is expanding. It's it's stretching. That's what the hangover is. So that's why I say drink liquids. Like if you go and party and drink like one to one ratio of water to, to alcohol, you're you'll be fine the next day. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. People like <laughs> chug you know, have two shots and chug a bottle of water. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's why, because your body it's like it dehydrates like crazy. Yeah. And so it's so dehydrated that it's a stupid mechanism because it draws moisture from the from the brain. Wow, that makes perfect sense. It's kind of sad. It's kind of scary. So I was like, "Nah, I'm all right, dude. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to do that." Yeah, good for you. Dude. <laughs> Respect. I'd rather, I'd rather get fat and eat <laughs> junk food. <laughs> I've been on that train for the last year, dude. dude. It's so difficult, man. I I was trying to put on some clothes yesterday. And I was like, "I'm getting so fat again." It's just food is just so good. Were you bigger than this before? Uh, I mean, I'm still 200 pounds, but last year I was 210. Dude, I'm right behind you, I'm man. Just, I just enjoy food too much. I'm coming up on you. Nah, gross. My 160, <laughs> dude. Just come to the gym with me and you'll be 180 of muscle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, even like, like, that sp- like that Pepsi thing. What? Do you know the liver, liver king? Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I knew it, dude. It's like, yeah. you can't hide that, dude. Yeah, for sure. I was, I was, I actually was going to mention something like that with these, like, with the juggalos. Because we were talking about how they're on drugs. And they're just like, oh, I'm just high on life, dude. Like, oh, That one lady awesome. says it in that. And I'm like, you can't hide that you're not, that you're on drugs. Like, it's clear. Is, but a lot like of these Some people's are, brains are just a little bit. I don't know, dude. More well done than others. <laughs> <laughs> a little overcooked yeah but like with this liver king guy it's like it's impossible it's literally impossible to look like that without steroids yeah it's just not physically possible all all your movie stars your celebrities everyone that's like that they're all on steroids dude i'm sorry to tell people and I, you know i didn't know too much about it but since like you know the bodybuilding documentary mm-hmm. and like it did in the icarus documentary it's everybody is taking steroids. Yeah, everyone. It's just what kind and how many. Mm-hmm. There are a few athletes that you'll see that you're like, yeah, he probably isn't. But there's not a lot. Not anymore. Yeah. Like if they're sh- completely shredded, they're taking steroids. If they're giant massive, they're taking steroids. And I feel like a lot of them, from what I've heard after they, you know, they talk about it, and they kind of, I don't know if I'd say, like try to okay it and say... 
Well, I was doing it under the supervision of a doctor. So you know, say that and try. It seems like they're trying to make it like, you know, it's okay. So doctor was giving it to me. I mean, yeah, because most people think, oh, I'm just gonna inject this thing in my butt. That's my steroid. Like, I'm sure people think that. Yeah, it's a regimen, huh? Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, you're still taking it, yeah. whether it's professionally or not. Yeah, dude. Like you're enhancing your body in a way where it's, it's surpassing its human limits. Learning all that, I've been like, man. I wonder what it's like to try it. I mean, you have to work really like that's the thing that most people think, or not. I don't know if most people, but some people probably think. Well, if I were to take steroids, I'd look like that too. It's like maybe, but you, you have gotta, to work out yeah. a lot too. And does, does it make you like more pumped to work out? Does it make you feel like I don't know? I don't think so. So that's usually what pre-workout does, and that's full of other stuff that's probably not good for you but it makes you like like, let's go yeah but what steroids does is it helps um increase your the speed of how fast your body recovers so like if you do 100 push-ups today you're going to be super sore tomorrow but if you take steroids you'll be sore for tomorrow and that's it then the next day you can do 100 more push-ups versus if you didn't take steroids you're going to be sore for three or four days and so the steroids accelerate the process of where of your healing ability. You technically become Wolverine. Oh, you don't you don't like superheroes. Never mind. <laughs> like a real Wolverine, like the animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you you just recover faster and uh, you can push harder. Wow. Um, yeah, there was this guy in the UFC that got caught for something like that because he, I mean, he probably walks around one. 150 pounds and he's pretty small already he's pretty skinny and he cuts down to 135 to fight and then in this particular fight he cut down to 125 damn and he was just drained and he he got caught with uh taking some some stuff like that just to help him push a little bit more because he was literally dying wow and he took that stuff so he could do a little bit more so he could lose that extra pound or two but like you see him weigh in he's like yeah. Does he just look emaciated? Yeah, dude. He like his chinks are sunk in, and he just <laughs> like, bro, where are you lo- Like, yeah, it's bad. But did he just do that because he wanted to fight a certain person in this weight class? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that he seems got... kind of messed up. But there's no way around that, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, they shouldn't do that. I don't. Yeah, it's not not healthy for you. Yeah. So happens but that's what the steroids do for you but yeah i mean you see most most celebrities out there will will be on steroids most celebrities most like athletes yeah oh yeah so athletes for sure but you can't compete against do you can like everyone in professional wrestling Probably on oh, steroids. Yeah, yeah, and they, those guys don't hide it. Like John Cena's on steroids. Triple yeah. H is on steroids. <laughs> like those guys. Like obviously, like the the size of their muscles, and like Vince McMahon, he's like eighty years old and he's jacked. <laughs> like, come on, dude. <laughs> oh man, have you seen him? He's like with his shirt off. Yeah, dude, he's freaking. Well, he's the one that does the, like the announcing, right? Well, he was. He used to, but he's actually yeah. the owner. I know. Yeah, this is. So, yeah, yeah. So he was, he was disguising himself as an announcer, 
Oh, you were telling me this. We talked about it before. Nobody, everyone didn't know that he was the owner yeah, of it. Yeah, that he came out as the owner, but he's freaking massive. Oh, dude. yeah, he is. I'm looking at a picture of him now. But, yeah, I don't know how old he is. Um, he's 77 years old. He's almost 80 years old. Jeez, man. And he looks like that. Just yoked. Yeah, he's, what, 10 years younger than Biden? And he looks like this? Well, you said he's 77? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Isn't Joe, no, how old is Joe Biden? 79? 78? 79? They're almost the same age. Dude. <laughs> Vince McMahon for president. Bro, look at that, Honky dude. Honky president. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane, huh? Yeah, Man. I don't know what he looks like now. Yeah, Joe Biden's 80. Wow, dude. Turned 80 on November 20th. Three years younger. And uh, he looks like that. Maybe maybe we should take steroids. <laughs> Let's try it, dude. We'll try it and report back. Nah, I'm all right. I don't want my nuts to shrink. <laughs> They're already small enough as it is. Where would you even get, get your hands on? Steroids? Yeah. The you black can... market, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. The dark web, Boom. dude. <laughs> Good <Just> call. <laughs> <laughs> you think you could find someone like at a local gym? Oh, you yeah. probably run into someone. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. If you if you go to Axiom, you'll definitely find someone. <laughs> I went recently. Yeah, and you see those guys that are huge, dude. Like they know what they're doing. Yeah. Mm. But the thing is, like, some of them aren't illegal. Some of them you can take. Like, yeah, you might have to talk to a doctor about it, but. A lot of stuff you have to get, like, prescription for, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think steroids themselves, like, in general, I don't think they're illegal. Well, yeah, because steroids are used for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally medical purposes. Yeah. So, I'm sure you can get a prescription for, like, muscle gain or something. Like, muscle regenerative tissue something or other steroid. I've heard that term. <laughs> Muscle regenerative. Yeah, so it'd be something like that. Something silly like that, but they could get away with it. But it'd be crazy. Yeah, watching that, that one thing about how the, the doctor did the Icarus documentary. Mm -hmm. Did you watch it? I didn't finish it. Okay. But that's just crazy how a doctor overlooks it all. Yeah. Well, it's weird because we were we were talking. My wife and I were talking about it. Where most of these doctors, they finish school, and you think you, they have this title, you know, like doctor so and so. I was like, they're just they're just people. They're literally like us. They just have the education for it, and sometimes they don't care. Sometimes they're just like Ugh, again, or whatever it is, you know, that the the situation's going through, and so sometimes they just like. Yeah, whatever. There's so many documents and paperwork that we have to do. Just sign it. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever. But it's like for some reason we give them this huge title where it's like, oh, they know everything. Yeah. And they're like these powerful beings that can heal and whatever. But they're just people. And they make mistakes and they sometimes they don't care about things, <laughs> which is kind of messed for up. Sure. But it's true. It's weird, huh? It when, is. I when, feel like that's something you learn 
after you're 20 years old, you know, <laughs> yeah. that everyone you thought of like that, doctors and whoever else. Like, dude, these are also just people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought I thought adults had it figured out when I was little. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom was like, "Oh, she's got to figure it out. She knows what she's doing." Yeah, right, dude. I look back. That I wish she was still alive to be like, "Yo, how how screwed up do you think, or did you think I was gonna be because of you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I would have asked her that. That's funny. Like, man, yeah, because like I look back and I'm like, at 30 years old, my mom was living in Utah. I was I was probably probably when we moved over here actually. She was thirty? Yeah. To the States? Yeah. So she was around I think I think she was twenty seven when she had me. So she must have been around thirty when we moved up here. So it's so weird because I pictured her way older. I'm like she was only thirty years old. But at the same time, like, you were already 30 years old and you didn't have really a, a lot going for you, you know, which yeah. is unfortunate. Um, Dead-end job with two kids. I mean, her other, her other kid was with her dad, but, um, yeah, I mean, she really didn't have a lot going on. Not until later on in life, but even then it took her, like, 10 years to get there. Yeah. I was like, dang, she definitely set me up real good. <laughs> now nah, I'm gonna take some steroids. Yeah. Just kidding. No, I wouldn't. I'll do it if you do it. No, heck no. <laughs> Just kidding. I wouldn't. Honestly, I don't think I I could. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm all right. Yeah, it doesn't seem that appealing. Mm-mm. Like I want. I'd like to be in good shape. Not round. But not round. Um. But not at the cost of that, of having to take something like that. I'd rather I'd rather be not as appealing to people and be natural than. Because what what exact negative effects does it take on your body? Well, it depends on what you take. Because some people get more aggressive. Oh yeah. Uh, some people start growing boobs. Yeah. Uh, smaller testes, hairier. Um. I want, like the effect it has on the brain is it has to be something yeah. yeah i mean obviously if it's well i don't know and it probably honestly it probably shortens your life a little bit yeah i would to be honest not be surprised yeah so i mean it's not natural so it can't be necessarily be good for you because after how at what point do you stop you know because then once you do you're gonna be like like pretty loose skinned and stuff, yeah. right? I mean, look at Vince, seventy seven. He's still doing it. He's got to be still doing it. Huh? Oh yeah, there's no way he can. Like his body just does not produce that kind of hormones and testosterone that. And he made it to seventy six, seventy seven, and he's freaking jacked. He's probably like two hundred twenty pounds, dude, of just muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd see a buff seventy seven year old like that. But it's an interesting it's an interesting world for sure. Like it's cool to see what people can do with them. But I I wish people were just open with it. Yeah. Like I would respect people a lot more to, if they were like, "Yeah, I'm on steroids." Cuz it's a super t- 
taboo thing, right? Yeah, which like, is so dumb. I think it's, it's stupid. It doesn't seem like it needs to be like that. Yeah. Because like I just said, I was like, you know, Liver King, it's like a big deal that he came out and saying yeah, that Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. And like he had to make this like that video. Did <laughs> yeah, you watch the video? I watched, I watched somebody reviewing it. Oh, man. But yeah, it's like you shouldn't have to do that. Everybody knew. Yeah. It's like it's like that gay family member that comes out. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody knew. They're like, wow, what? <laughs> It's like everybody knew, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know why the, why the it's that the fitness culture that's like that. It do, is, they, do you think they all just want to believe that these people are that yeah. jacked without yeah without steroids? For sure. It's like look how hard I work. I work harder than anybody else, and I look like this. Yeah, sure, dude. <laughs> It'd be tough to live like that, like that, like the Liver King, like, because one thing that he was so upset about was that a lot of people like looked up to him mm-hmm. because I don't know whatever he said. I didn't follow him or anything, but he was like, "I'm sorry to these people who I like." Did he? He denied it. He had to deny it, obviously, yeah. right? So it was like, uh, well, if you live my my kind of lifestyle, you can look like me. Yeah, yeah. And so now he's like, well, that was well, a lie. lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wish people would come out clean. Like, even people in the NBA take steroids. Like, um, baseball, they take steroids. Well, is it, is it still like, do they still test for that stuff? They say they do. But yeah. there's so much money being made, like, they probably look the other way that's what that whole icarus documentary is yeah. about. yeah yeah like like an nba player makes what 200 million dollars in three years or something i don't know i don't i they make a ridiculous amount of money <laughs> so if the guy's like hey we got to test you like hey here's a hundred grand you know just look the other way okay yeah. sure easy enough yeah, yeah dude man. or here's 10 grand whatever it is like if every player gives them 10 grand that's like a hundred players that he has to test. Like, bro, I'm rich. Yeah, I'm looking the other way, dude, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it'd be easy. Yeah, like, and I'm sure. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong and say like nobody's on steroids in the NBA or the NFL or whatever. But what are the chances they're not? <laughs> Seems like they're probably pretty low chances. Yeah. Like, they're just so freaking strong, dude. Like, how often do you see somebody that looks like that in real life? Yeah. <laughs> Not like often. Like, six foot four, 300 pounds, 350 pounds, and can move like... <laughs> you like, can like just a little see guy. every muscle in yeah, the body. Yeah, <laughs> Like, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible, dude. Yeah. But... Yeah, I always I always found uh, wrestling to be really entertaining because they're pretty open about it. Yeah, like professional wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they 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 never say like, "Hey, I'm on steroids," but they don't have to, and they don't say they don't deny it. And like it's it's such a given that they don't nobody has to ask. <laughs> like John, yeah, that's like, how every sport should be. Yeah, and like John Cena's six two, I think six one or six two. But he's like 260 pounds. 
<laughs> yeah, something's going on. Yeah, and he's massive, dude. Like his arms are literally like this big. Yeah. Like he puts arm like headbands on his biceps. Oh dang. <laughs> big. Yeah, and everybody's like that. Everybody's huge. When I was little and I would watch it, I would always wonder like how like they've gotta be making up these numbers. Because he'd be like, coming to the ring, such and such at 270 pounds like there's no freaking way dude but like you you start growing up and you start seeing them in real life and you're like oh yeah for sure yeah they're huge would you want to be that huge no i don't think i could do it i just don't feel like i'd be comfortable couldn't even itch but i've been like the skinniest dude ever all my life you know (laughs) yeah i mean obviously you'd be feel fine like if you developed that, if I'm just mm-hmm. thinking like if I was just like that immediately, imagine how different it would feel. Like SpongeBob with the inflatable arms. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 but if those were his real arms and he just had them. Yeah. Like moving all your body parts would be like I, weird. I'm sure you'd feel better. Yeah. I don't know if that big. What would you? What would be, would be your ideal body like? weight and size i don't know i i'm fine like this yeah you're happy with you yeah this is good enough for me that's good (laughs) (laughs) i think there's that's a good and bad thing for at least for me because it's like um, yeah i'm content where i am but at the same time there's no room for progress or improvement so it's like a bittersweet kind of thing because like now I'm i'm happy with what i eat and what i consume and whatever but i'm not necessarily happy with what i how i look but if i was happy with what i looked i wouldn't be happy with what i'm eating yeah i'm sure soon i'll feel like you know like i've gained however many pounds in the past year you know i've gained like at least like 30 pounds and eventually you know i don't look in the mirror that often but Mm -hmm. when i start doing it more i'm gonna be like because it's you know it's just all in my belly (laughs) I'm going to be like, damn. And then I'm going to be pregnant. And then I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I should probably yeah, start yeah, doing I'll, something. i have to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll go to the gym someday, huh? Maybe I'll just swim. Yeah, go for it, dude. That's, that's great. It's great for swim you. Swim and sauna. Did it recently. Me, Michael Phelps, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, that's another thing, dude. Why do people freak out about somebody just smoking weed? I don't know. Like, bro, does that affect their physical advantage in any way I, I feel like it's today it's a lot like what year was that that, that happened i don't know because today it'd be a lot less of a huge deal i don't know dude elon musk got oh yeah i saw that when he's talking <laughs> to, he's talking to someone and he's talking about joe, how he joe was rogan. smoking with joe rogan yeah and then he said like all of his employees had to get drug tested yeah yeah that's so crazy like, that dude. is out of there because he was a pothead apparently it's funny with that video when he talks about it. He's like, like he just had no idea. Yeah, he. I mean, and it's cool because he doesn't really care. It's like, yeah. well, it is what it is. <laughs> but it, then, you know, he says that. I'm like, damn, I wonder how many of your employees got fired because of that. <laughs> you know, like because you went on Joe Rogan to smoke pot. Yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. People make such a big deal about everything. Yeah. Just chill out, people. Relax. <laughs> It's not that big a deal. People yeah. like if this if this podcast was a lot bigger, people would probably freak out when I said it was retarded. 
Yeah. But it's whatever, dude. It's a, it's a word. It's slow. It means it's okay. slow. Right? <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> I don't think you've directly affected anybody by saying retarded. Yeah, it's whatever, dude. It's not like I'm calling somebody retarded. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just people freak out about little things. They don't have enough to worry about in their lives. They have to forget about other things. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think that's uh, a big part of why I'm like how I am. Where it's like, just chill out, dude. Because like, I've worried about so many other things that are way bigger. That these little things are like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Like with my mom and I, wow. we... We we lived in somebody's basement for like six hundred dollars a month because that's all she could afford, and we were eating like literally beans and rice and eggs. <laughs> and it's like, Ugh, are we gonna have a place to live tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, you've had a lot. Was your mom like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, after you live so like a certain lifestyle, it's like everything else is whatever, dude. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, we're thankful for the stuff you got. Yeah, exactly. Like the road race thing that we were talking about last week. Yeah, it's like freak, dude. I'm I'm glad I have a car. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> go for you. Go first, dude. <laughs> yep. I'm glad I'm not walking in the twenty degrees weather. Another funny thing like that is when people complain about whatever's going on on their flight. Mm-hmm. You're getting a you're getting a plane. <laughs> you soar through the sky. You'll be there in a few hours. Yeah, would it would have been taken seven months. <laughs> You'd rather take take your wagon and your horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of your friends die along the way. Yeah, dude. Get frostbite. In your feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane, dude. But I'm you know I'm fortunate that I that I have that outlook. Yeah. I remember one time that I was working, it was, it was crazy because it was like three of us, and we had like a three thousand dollar night. And uh, this girl was like, "How are you so calm?" I was like, "If we run out of stuff, like, the, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Like, me freaking out isn't yeah, going to help the yeah. situation. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. just do what you can. And actually, I, I had another. Like it was essentially the same thing, but it kind of opened my eyes a little bit more. Um, or I was talking to this guy that works at Costco, and he goes, "During Christmas time, it's it's so busy, because like restaurants like that we work at are like million dollar restaurants where they make a million dollars in a in a year. Costco during Christmas time makes a million dollars in a day. That's how much they sell. They just, at one location, yeah, each location, million dollar days for, and they do it for like. 12, 12 or 13 days or something, something like that, like half the month. But he goes, so you just like finish with this person and then you look over and you see the line all the way to the end and it starts to curve across the, the warehouse. So he goes, well, sky keeps scanning. <laughs> it's settling. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it doesn't matter how fast you go, how slow you go, like that line's still going to be there. Yeah. So just... Just take a breath. Yeah, just keep doing. Just keep going. There's no reason to to like freak out. Like you're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> it's good. Good guidelines. So, yeah, I, he told me that a few years ago, and I'm like, hmm, that really stuck with me. 
That's good. It wasn't even like a lesson that he was trying to teach. It was just something to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Just keep going. Like Dory, just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is, I, yeah, I, I just see people freaking out about little things, even at work. Like, just relax. It's okay. Most people do freak out about little just, stuff, though, this, you know? This person's not... Their life isn't going to change if they get their order two minutes later than normal. Yeah. <laughs> Most people are like that, you know? Just freak out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I was teasing Elon. Because he was just like, like... As soon as he gets there, oh, he's just yeah. like... Oh, yeah. Like, bro, are you on coke or something, <laughs> dude? <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, just take a breather. <laughs> I know you want to work hard and fast, but <laughs> it'll be okay, dude. This place will be here tomorrow <laughs> with or without you. So, I don't know. I just, uh, I think it's important to care, but just take your time. Not freak out. Yeah. Did you hear, apparently, Aaron told me that Alondra wants to be a psychologist Really? Because mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I'm worried about this girl. Because <laughs> she just is so out of it. A psychologist? Yeah, something like that. No, a psychiatrist, a psychologist? I think a psychologist. I don't know. I could be wrong. That's what Aaron told me. Hmm. Either way, it's bad news, dude. <laughs> she could do it. So, and I was telling her, I'm like, she's very book smart, but she's just not. She's just not there when it comes to int- interacting with people. <laughs> yeah, but she's only 20 years old, you know? Yeah, that's true. She could develop a lot over know, the next I five know, years. I was like that for 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, she gets, she just does not pay attention, dude. Yeah. Like, bless uh, her. Uh, she's the kind of person that you you love to hang out outside of work but at work you're like oh she's working today (laughs) no she's great we'll have her on i'll probably i'll try to buy a mic this week yeah we can have her and maddie on oof that's gonna be rough that'll be funny we're gonna end up in here for four and a half hours (laughs) yeah we have to schedule some time oh we won't be able to do next tuesday because next tuesday we got the big day oh yeah so Maybe we do Wednesday. Or we could probably do Wednesday. Figure it out. I'd be so freaking tired. And we'll definitely have some material. <laughs> we had a little bit of material. Yeah, I think we did good for not having anything. Juggalos and steroids, baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You good? Yeah, man. You got anything else? That's it. I got to pee. All right. You can pee. I got a little dogs in. Yeah. Whoops. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everyone. And anyone. <laughs>